Hello and welcome to the Blogcast. I'm Guinevere Lee and this is the blog post from my website, GuineveraLee.com, for the 26th October, 2020. Revenge of the Vampire King, Indie Book Review. This month I picked the most Halloween-esque indie book I had, which in this case was the only book I had with something otherworldly on the cover. Vampires are spooky, right? At least, they were when I was a kid and dressed up as Dracula for trick-or-treating. So I ended up reading not a horror, but the dark erotic novel Revenge of the Vampire King by Nancy Kilpatrick. How do you pick the books you review? You might wonder why there's no theme to the indie books I review. I've been doing this for less than a year and have already covered fantasy, religious allegories, YA fiction, romance, and quite a lot more. Other than the fact that they're all independently or self-published, I don't really have any requirements for what I review. Most of the books I've reviewed so far come from doing book exchanges with authors at conventions, and I would do a book exchange with anyone who was game. More than that, I don't like reading plot summaries or descriptions too much before getting into a book. Any book, not just indies. I feel like stories are meant to be discovered on the page, and so that results in me reading things I didn't expect. So, if you want me to review your book but are worried I won't be interested because it's a genre or theme I haven't covered yet, no worries. I will read pretty much anything. And while it's not a great thing, this second wave of COVID-19 and everything shutting down again means I am going to have a lot more time to read in the future. Submit your indie book for review! So, what did you think about October's indie book? Two enemies, Vampire and Sapiens, have been at war for centuries. Their history is long and full of betrayal and heartbreak. But things are beginning to change. Revenge of the Vampire King by Nancy Kilpatrick centers on the titular Vampire King, Mart, and the Sapiens Princess, Velada. Despite this being the first book in the Thrones of Blood series, Velada and Mort have history together. Perhaps there is a prequel somewhere? Mort was once a prisoner of Velada's father, King of the Sapiens. While captured, Velada tortured him, believing he was the vampire who murdered her mother. The novel opens with Mort now free and back among his people. His vampire warriors return, bringing a caged Princess Velada with them apparently a gift from the Sapiens King who wishes to barter a truce between the two nations. Velada doesn't believe her father would treat her so cruelly, but can do nothing to escape the vengeful Mort. And here's where I stop for a minute and give the requisite warning. This is an erotic book, yes. But it's one that certainly needs a trigger warning stamped on the front. The book basically opens with forced fellatio, and it only gets worse from there. For some people, these kind of books are a kink, and that's okay, but for those looking for an erotica with consent, look elsewhere. This is non-con all the way. This book has a little bit of underworld. Ha! I bet you thought I was gonna say Twilight. But trust me, there is nothing similar to Twilight in this. The plot does remind me a lot of Underworld, though. A little bit of Beauty and the Beast, and a whole lot of Fifty Shades of Grey. It is a very well-written book. Kilpatrick is no amateur. This is not her first novel, and it shows. It took me on a lot of twists I didn't expect. I mean, sure, I saw the revelation about Velada's mother coming, but not Velada and Mort then teaming up and going on a commando mission to kill her father. The action and political intrigue going on with both the vampire and sapiens fighting over power behind the scenes was great. I know that vampire and erotica fans will love this book, so to them I say, 
pick up a copy today. In other news, somehow, miraculously, I got the third chapters of Silverines out today, finishing the opening story arc. I will probably start posting chapters on a monthly basis from now on. So far, writing this story has been pretty great. It's mostly just nice to be writing again. Do you like the story? Do you think I could improve it somehow? Then please comment here or on Booksy and let me know your thoughts. Is October over already? October is my favorite month, so it's always sad to see it go. But next month is NaNoWriMo, and I'm optimistic about getting my 50,000 words done this year. If you're participating, let me know. I would love to connect with more people. It's easier to finish if you have lots of people sharing encouragement. So, get writing, and stay healthy, everyone. Welcome to I Hate Your Taste in Movies. I'm Jackie, and I love action movies, but I really hate horror movies. I'm Jen. I love horror movies, but I just can't stand musicals. And I'm Austin. I love all things musical, but I absolutely hate action movies. Join us each week as we share our all-time favorite movies with our friends who will just rip them apart. You can listen to us, I Hate Your Taste in Movies, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at I Hate Your Taste and on Instagram at Hate Your Taste Pod. Join us as we put our friendship to the test every week and learn surprising things about each other. Like how Austin saw the movie Pitch Perfect in theaters 12 times. Which is perfectly acceptable. Or how Jackie played with oil cans as a child. Normal childhood behavior. Or how watching a zombie movie makes Jen want to eat chicken wings. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. We release new episodes every Tuesday. And for the record, I hate your taste in movies.